you watch the Hostile podcast with Fuad Abiyad? No. Okay. Um, I, I highly recommend checking it out. I think you'd think it's funny. He has um, Nick Walker on, um, on his Bro Chat podcast. You know who Nick is? No. Oh, really? I'm going to send you him. Nick is an absolute freak of nature, man. He's he's the next. He will be a Mr. Olympia if he stays healthy. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. It's his, his size, man. I think he's 26 or 27 years old. He's, like, in his off season, and he's still, like, lean. Like, he's still sub 10%. He's, like, 300 pounds. Holy cow. Let me send him to you on Instagram really quick. Dude, he's an absolute freaking tank. It is ridiculous. You know what's weird is uh, I just, I honestly just, I guess I probably knew him or probably seen him somewhere, but I just like found yeah. out who Dan, Dan Wells was. Oh, no, I don't know that guy. The power lifter. He's like the strongest power lifter ever. Nope. Sorry. How do I not know him? Uh, he he like totals twenty six hundred. Um, is he on um, is he on uh um, Instagram? Yes, look up uh, Dan Wells. Yeah, I mean, so, sorry, Gaines Nation. Um, we we get some important uh stuff to check out here. Official Dan Wells. Yes. Dang. That guy totals 2,600? He's like... No, it can't be this guy, dude. This guy is like 180 pounds max. Oh, it's uh, D-Bell underscore 74. That's his name. He totals 2,606 in wraps, 2,667 multiply, 2,485 in sleeves. I believe this guy more. Joey One Belt. Who's that? Is that him? No, D. D is a David Bell underscore stuff before. <laughs> it's like Mark Bell's <laughs> lost long brother, long lost brother. Oh my God! What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> this guy's yeah. numbers are ridiculous. Yeah, he's. So if you guys uh, are interested in like one of the strongest powerlifters that it's in the U.S. Um, like he, he, well, he did get popular a little bit. Um, so if you ever, if you ever checked out our boy, Johnny Candido, they did like a two, they do a two hour like video call and Johnny Candido pretty much interviews him. Um, but he's never been on like a YouTube channel that had more than a hundred, like thousand subscribers. So Johnny Candido, like, you know, put him on there. It, it seems like he's getting up there 57,000 followers. Yeah. Oh my but God. some someone of that nature like doesn't get any popularity. Like he's like he's probably like the most unpopular, strongest person around. Like <laughs> like if, yeah. if you look at pound for pound, he's probably almost stronger than like Half Thor, Larry Wheels, like those people. Yeah, he probably has close to a thousand pound squat, thousand pound. Um, yeah, he does squat lift. over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah, and then his deadlift is probably close to that. It's probably in the nine hundreds, right? I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I just started the interview, but if you guys want to see like a pretty cool interview, just type in like, I think it's Johnny Candido's, uh, the strongest person you'll probably never hear about or something like that. Um, 
or, or the strongest person you've probably never heard of. It's okay. like something like that. I, you know, I wish he would have just put like Dan Bell's name in there or something, like, cause maybe like people would find it better. But uh, Johnny Candido is an interesting guy, and like, you know, a lot of people already follow him and stuff. So like, he probably doesn't really care to like specifically say like Dan Bell, you know, top powerlifter ever interview. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, um, he he That's he's really like cool. he. Yeah, he has more of like a interesting mind structure. I, I've I've listened I've watched and listened to Johnny Candido since like dude, since like the early college days. He yeah. he's had like the most he has the most like interesting like powerlifting videos, in my and, opinion. And he's like man, he, he not only does he like get um, social media like so well, he also is so practical in his recommendations. Like a lot of the stuff like um I I've been bad about like following the powerlifting scene admittedly recently. Um, but when I was like, when we were kind of talking about like, you know, getting ready for like a me and I was trying to focus on like on strength as well as like hypertrophy. I, um, I like would watch a lot of his stuff and he would say things that just made so much sense, like from a practical standpoint, but you like wouldn't necessarily think about. So he would say things like when you're um, in a training block, you know, it's important to like videotape yourself and it's also important not to like beat yourself up because what we're looking for is on the average that your squat form is hitting the, the type of depth. Uh, so he's talking about squat, for example, he, and he would say that on average, we're looking to make sure that your average squat. So if you average out every single squat that you're hitting depth and he was like, there's no sense in like getting all like mucked up if you're going like, you know, too high every once in a while, if it's like, often you need you need to fix your stuff and you need to work on developing like getting deeper sitting deeper into the squat however um your like squat form your body will allow and he'd also say things like if you're going like ass to grass like and you're a power lifter and you're, you're training for strength and like what are you what are you doing unless it's like off season and you're working on like quad development or like glute development like what are you what are you doing like you're you're wasting like a, a significant amount of like your lever by doing that. So he was saying like, you pretty much want to stay in this, like this like narrow band of range for your form because most powerlifting federations, all they look for is your hip crease to be below your, your knee, slightly below your knee. So you want to average that form. Your, your like your median form should be hitting that or like your medium, your average depth should be hitting that. And like, that's such a smart practical recommendation, but yeah. have you ever heard that from anybody else? Like other than him before? No, because there's always the best way to squat. What are you talking about? <laughs> I I I'm know show you the one I way. I know, I know for me, like I I just know I just tell people, I just say, hey, there's only one squat form. If you're not hitting it, you're probably not really good at squatting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he reminds me of he reminds me of like Jeff Nipper. Like uh yeah. the way like he talks and like the way he presents information. Um the only difference is like Jeff Nipper does go a little bit further and like, you know, and I think it's because it's like very appealing to the eye. Like he'll like, you know, highlight part of the study as he's talking about it, you know, like little yeah. things like that. Um, I, I wonder who I, I think I want to say Johnny Candido has been around longer, but Jeff Nipper, I, I wonder like when they both started because like they I don't think they've ever like met up and talked. Um, I, I wonder. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't That'd know. Cool. I mean, I know, I know Johnny Candido started in Ohio and now he's in Texas. Like, I think he like moved to Texas, like pretty much for good, like a pretty, like a good amount of time ago. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, if you if you're into powerlifting, uh, check out Johnny Candido because he's finally back. He he's starting to make videos like once a week or twice a week again, and I love it. Like yeah. I, I've I've actually went back and looked at his old videos just because because I was like, man. I feel like I haven't listened to this guy in like five years. Like he's been gone. He's been like MAE for like five years. Yeah. Um, sure. Which you kind of, yeah, go ahead. I'm going to uh, just mute my phone real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. I'll just, I'll, I'll just do a quick, uh, yeah. So guys, episode 74 today, we're going to be talking about uh, like cold and hot, like recovery methods. Um, but because Roman was kind of mentioned it before, I don't know if it's recorded or not, but uh, maybe do a quick little update about us and what happens. Um, so Roman and I are getting really like PHAT lately. Um, Roman's at uh, 2.14 and I'm at 175. So uh, my goal was 170, but for some reason I just can't stop eating that damn uh, rice pudding. And I just, my eyes are blowing up like the creases of my pants. I literally just had a pie, a piece of pie too. And I'm like, you need, you need to bring it back in Roman. (laughs) Yeah. Ever, ever since moving out, um, Sam and I don't really follow like, uh, the, like we don't really look in the details of the recipe and like my mom gave her a recipe for like pistachio cake, which I told you about. It's like a little home dessert that my mom's always made for like birthdays and stuff. And literally the pan is like, like literally like a 13 by like 10 and it's like flipping so huge. And I'm like, Sam, this is just for us two. <laughs> like we got to go through this whole like big old cake. And it's like dense. It's like this yeah. thick and it's just like all like layers and stuff. So I'm like, well, whatever but anyways guys yeah i hit two i hit 215 last week uh i told roman and another buddy of mine that i was only supposed to go to like 205 this year but hey whatever i'm probably just gonna hover around this weight um lifts are going really well i think uh besides like the squat not doing so hot i think i think it's gonna get better and will get better um i i was deadlifting 385 again yesterday for four sets of four um bench 255 for a pr for five reps for three sets and then uh squat yeah still like 225 245 for us but whatever you know like hey i'm fine with it um i'm trying out low bar now with squat and seeing if that would help changing my hip external um rotation method that roma was talking about on that form check and then uh before you get into your little update roman um Quick, quick uh, suggestion and advice. Uh, so maybe this could help, like a practical standpoint for like the listeners. Uh, I'm deadlifting 385, four sets of four right now. Um, right now, it seems like it's kind of pushing the upper limit to do four sets of four. Um, I was thinking maybe like kind of hold off on like increasing weight for right now, but I think it might be more beneficial uh, beneficial that I do like five sets of three. What are your thoughts on that? Or like do like six sets of three where, because like the fourth rep, it's not like I'm grinding it. It just feels like, you know, I'm like really like, um, like giving a lot of energy. So like now also before this, I changed my full body workout scheme to upper, lower, upper, or upper, lower, upper, lower, upper to five days a week. So, you know, like, after I'm done doing deadlifts because I do them on my legs day, like I'm just like toast and I'm just like, man, like I wonder if it, maybe I'm just pushing that deadlift note just a little bit too far. Yeah. 
Hard to say. What do you? How's your recovery been? I mean, recovery's fine. Like today, like I, I feel feel pretty fine. Like like with Dom's. I mean, tomorrow I might feel a little bit a little bit more. But like, my I don't like today. Like I don't even have like really a low back pump. Um, you know, it's just I, maybe I just need to give myself more time. It's just like right after deadlifts. I and and I think that's where I I'm pushing the envelope is like doing four sets of four. Um, cause like, I don't know, like after that fourth set, like, I'm just like, I'm like drenched in sweat. Like, like I, I, I felt like I went through like an hour and a half training when it, it was only like 30 minutes or 25 yeah. minutes. Um, That's okay. Um, how was, how was like the mental fatigue with the deadlifts? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 the mental fatigue, I kind of just shut, shut everything off. Yeah. Um, Maybe the oxygen levels uh, could be better when it comes to, <laughs> when it comes to breathing. Uh, like I don't know. Like I, 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 it just it's just weird. I don't know. I just I feel like maybe just like because I kept pushing at five ten pounds every week. I'm getting to that point where it's like upper limit. Where it's like maybe I should just kind of back off. And that's why I like I want to do five sets of three. Where like if I do three reps, I know they're gonna be crisp, clean, and I know I can do three eighty five for the three reps, like clean. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you deloaded? Um, like probably like, I'd say like less than five weeks ago. Okay. It, it, it's like in the, it was probably in the three to five week range that I uh, deloaded. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you try? Why don't you try? I went to the Grand Canyon. I deloaded that oh, week. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I think that was within three to five weeks ago. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, why don't you try switching um, to five sets of three? You'd technically technically be dropping off a rep, but that's that's fine. You're still within like the same like volume band, um, and then theoretically you should be leaving at least one a day, and then um, see see how that goes this week, and then see how comfortable you feel in like adding five pounds next week. Yeah, and also too, I mean. I, I think I, I don't know if I put it up there, but, oh, yeah, I think I did. I mean, I did deadlift at 405, like, for one rep. I mean, not the, like, it was my max, but, like, I don't know if maybe that caused fatigue the last, like, two weeks. Maybe, like, you know, trying to do that on top of, like, hitting the squats, like, pretty hard when it comes to, like, trying to fix everything. Like, I don't know if that's, like, messing up my lower, like, peripherals. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just wanted to ask you because, like, these are some of like the conversations like Roman and I have, um, especially in person. I think it, I think we had a little bit more of these conversations in person compared to our, like working from home. Um, but like you know, those are the ideas like we kind of bounce back and forth from each other. And like Roman, you know, will like talk about things too. Um, like we have a group chat with one of our buddies that we talk about stuff like this all the time. So like me, like I, that's why I always ask Roman because I always want a second thought on things because like. Me personally, like, I know I can grind, like, deadlifts are, like, deadlifts are the one thing, like, I know I can grind out no matter what. It's, like, it's, the, it, like, bench and squat are a little bit harder to grind out. Like, deadlifts, yeah. I know it's always going to be there. I, I, and I, am I, am I dumbass accidentally try to use, uh, and I was trying to feel it out. I was trying to use straps, and I, and I hate using straps on deadlifts, and I don't know why I tried it again. And, like, I tried doing one set with it. It just felt so awkward the whole time. Yeah. And, and I took them off. I'm like, yeah, no. So, yeah, I won't do that again for a while. Um, but, yeah, it, 
I was like, eh, why do I even do that? Like, I could just, I could just do the sets without uh, straps. But yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a good plan. Um, and like, just to give you like, uh, maybe this would be helpful for our listeners. But so like the kind of thoughts that are going through my head is um, one, is there like a buildup of systemic fatigue, um, which could create like a greater likelihood of injury? Um, two, I'm thinking, is there some type of like, maybe not systemic fatigue, but is there local fatigue? Should it be spaced out a little bit more? Um, three, is uh, Antoine in a current rate of progression, which um, if he were to like change up the, um, the lifting scheme, could, could that like potentially like halt progress? Um, four, is a, a nominal decrease in volume going to be a big like deal? No, I, I don't think so. It'd literally be one less rep. Five, um, like the fifth thought that comes to me is that because you're doing one less rep per set, your per set um, reps in reserve or RPE should technically be lower. And that would allow for a little greater room to continue to push up the weight and push up the progression, um, essentially get closer to doing singles. Um, if, if it's out, cause it sounds like you're looking to, to push the weight up as opposed to use it as like a, a hypertrophic movement. Um, yeah. And, so. and, and like, I, like, I won't even like doing the sets of three, like I won't even mind like trying to do six sets of three eventually to see how I would recover from that. Like, yeah. Cause I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm only in deadlifts once a week, so it's, it's still only going to be once a week when it comes yeah. to deadlifts. Still, though, that, that systemic fatigue can can creep up on you, and, like, you yeah. don't even realize it, and you're going for a walk, and you're like, man, my knees are just, like, hurting. Like, they just feel like, they just feel like they've got, like, fluid in them or something like that. Like, it, it can creep up on you. Um, so it is an important – that's why that was, like, the number one thought that I came to. But seeing, seeing as, like, um, dropping to, like, five sets of three um, would give you a little bit more runway, I think, to um, – to keep going and like pushing the progression, I think that actually would be a really sensible transition for you. Yeah, because eventually too, like I like I do want to get into like singles for like multiple reps, but like not max singles, like just something where like like on occasion, like hey, I'll hit like 415 for you know a bunch of singles or like yeah. you know 420, and then like just and then like go back to like you know four reps and then just drop the weight like maybe three 385 for four reps might be easy coming back to that so it's like just to keep changing it up because deadlifts i don't I, I, anything over five reps i don't do it just it's just i don't do maybe on my warm-ups um but like anything over five reps i don't do anymore when it comes to deadlifts because i, I don't want it to be a hypertrophic movement um even though like you know i did like watch something with uh, Jeff Nipper about like how like Lane Norton did studies on like how like um, five sets of three or what is it? the uh, Or eight sets of five is like, you know, hypertrophic compared to like, you know, um, eight or five sets of eights um, when it comes to like the total volume. Like there was like studies showing like that's still pretty much hypertrophic, uh, the f- uh, eight sets of five. Yeah. Which okay. eight sets of eight sets of five is like crazy. <laughs> like, if you're still if you're still within a relative like um, like reasonable distance to failure, 
and like the that's like where the whole like quote unquote effective rep scheme comes in. Like if you're within five reps of failure, and where effective reps kind of goes wrong is it's like its holy grail is five reps, uh, five RIR and up to like um, like or, or down to zero RIR or like five RPE up to like ten RPE, um, meaning that like if you could only do five more reps or less before you like you failed the lift and you couldn't complete another lift, then those are the only hypertrophic um, parts of the lift. And like that just does like not seem to make any sense at all. Um, what it does is it gives a good target to shoot for. So depending on like rates of progression and your lifting methodology, I, I really don't see a reason if you are looking to increase your um, muscle mass, your strength, or your um, endurance, your aerobic endurance. I, I don't really see too many reasons why you'd ever want to do less than that um, and, and actively work towards that. Now, a deload is, can be completely different. Um, you might have to create like your own custom deload protocol. We've talked about that on the podcast before, but um, you know, if you're doing a set of 12, like is rep four not hypertrophic to, uh, does it not lead to um, muscle, like muscle gain? Like if you just ended on that rep, no, like yeah, it, yeah, it most certainly you'll is. Be at, yeah, you'll be like at RPE like two or three at that rep. Yeah, exactly. So like the, the question is though, like, where is that cutoff? It's a it's a pretty safe cutoff, but you know if one rep you cut shy um, at like RPE four, for example, um, does that mean that that set's like not hypertrophic at all? No. Is it as hypertrophic as it could be? No. Um, but that that should be like pretty pretty straightforward. So that it there's some like weird murky um, area, but for uh, for a concept, I think that it's um, it's an effective tool for many lifters. You like to swim in murky water? Love that murky water. Um, yeah, yeah, and also too, like uh, I don't know, with, like you know, it's crazy. Like you know, I like I don't know, you know, I I can never know when it comes to like looking swole or looking strong, like because you know when you look at yourself, you never can see yourself, if that makes sense. Like, quote yeah. of the day, when you look at yourself, do you really see yourself? Um, <laughs> uh, joke aside, um, but, like, you know what? Every time, uh, like, I put that weight on the deadlift bar, people, like, look at me. Th- and, like, after I hit a set of four, like, they're like, WTF? Um, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, and there's, like, another part of me, too, Um you know, and maybe it's because I started in body, bodybuilding. I'm just like, man, like, I feel like I could be so much better at powerlifting if, like, I took away, like, uh, rear delts and then, like, did, like, or, or, like, not rear delts. Like, who cares? Okay, we'll use rear delts as an example. Sorry, rear delts. Like, we take rear delts away and, like, I do, like, pin squats from, like, parallel, you know, or, like, I do banded work on the bench instead of doing like flat dumbbell press like and i'm like man like if i do that stuff like i feel like my powerless would probably get so much better but like at the end of the day like when i do deadlifts 
And then when I do like, you know, 10 reps or four reps of 10 or four sets of 10 with like calf raises and then hack squats, when I get that nasty like quad and calf pump, I'm like, man, it's like so hard because you never, you can never decide. Like for me, that's like my biggest like challenge with it when it comes to lifting. Yeah. Because like, I know I probably won't be the strongest power lifter. I know I won't be the best bodybuilder, but like, damn, like it's like a battle of the like two worlds. Do you ever feel like that? I, I was for the longest time, but like I was, I was just enjoying doing, um, I was enjoying doing like bodybuilding, uh, style workouts. And, um, I, I'm like a very competitive person. I I'm in sales. Like it's pretty, it's pretty evident. Like I can't, I can't deny that like part of like who I am anymore. Um, you know, I, I've like, <laughs> you can't deny who you are anymore. <laughs> no, no. Cause like, okay. So it's, it, it sounds cheesy, but like in, when I was like young and dumb, like I was very much about like, oh, you know, peace and love and all this stuff. And I think those are still like venerable um, and like good qualities to like chase after. But I, I thought that like um, cooperation, like I was a cooperative person and I am a cooperative person, but I'm also competitive as hell. And like, I want to beat, beat you to a pulp if I'm playing you in a sport. Like, that's just like how I am. Like I, I cannot control it it's like, it's hard for me to go easy. Like if I know, like I'm in a situation where I'm like playing with like my campers, like back in the day when I was a camp counselor, like it was hard for me to lose and tag. Like it would be hard to just like, just slow up. And you know, I would like, yeah, I would just go like all out and, and parents would like get a hoop because like, here's like this, you know, 20 something year old kid who's just like running around going crazy and their kids are just loving it. Cause they've never seen anything like it before. Cause like, you know, usually people are like, oh, tag, you're right, you know, and I'm just, like, jumping off of stuff, and, like, you know, I'm trying to be safe, but... Um, they would get a hoot. They would get a hoot, yeah. <laughs> um, but, um, any hoot, so, uh, when we were in the office, you know, I, I would, like, go and I'd work out with Billy at LA Fitness, and he was, like, always stronger than me. I'm, like, this, you know, this mother, like, I'm, I'm gonna beat him, I'm gonna beat him, so, like, that that and like you know Billy loves to deadlift of course and Billy loves to deadlift heavy so I I would be like all right let's do it and so I like I built into my programming but like now it's, that it's just like myself and Laura's not like really into deadlifting I'm just like I really I really care more about like this whole like bodybuilding like phase that I've been in recently than I do about um like power movements. Like I, I still love bench. Like I, I think if I did dumbbell bench, it would probably be more hypertrophic to me and less um, fatiguing. I think it would probably have a better like SFR or stimulus to fatigue ratio um, as like my Isertel calls it. Um, but I just love benching so much. I, I do like deadlifting, but like when I deadlift, like it takes like a crap ton out of me and yeah. to do like anything else in a workout is like pretty much junk volume so it would be like squat deadlift go home like that that would be like an ideal session for me and i, I was pushing numbers like you know 315 by four and i was like 150 something pounds at the time so i was like oh that's pretty good and you know squatting like 275 by like five or whatever what i was doing at the time so i was like you know i was pretty pumped but um yeah i i've um I, so to like wrap it up <laughs> I've I've moved away from a lot of like powerlifting type movements and in favor of like more bodybuilding style. Yeah, and in, in like me, like 
like I think I think once once we get a home gym, I know I always keep mentioning it, like it's it, but it's like a dream of mine, you know, it's like something that I always want. Um, but like it's crazy, like I I think eventually like with deadlifts, like say if I do like if I keep doing like upper lower upper lowers, like honestly I might just do deadlift like on a on my off day and just do deadlifts, like yeah. you know where I could take you know where I could take five to ten minutes before every set. And like, you know, it'd be so much better for me, I think, because like, not only like I'll take my time, but like, you know, I, I'll, 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 I'll really gauge into it and it'll be still be like a 30 minute session. It's like, can you, like a normal person goes to the gym there, you know, we're lucky to see them to do 30 minute sessions. So it's like, you know, like to do 30 minute sessions on your off day. Um, like, I think that'd be really good for me. Um, I don't know. Maybe it won't be good for me. Like maybe I'll just be like bored as hell, like afterwards. Um, but that's like something that I always like think about too. Like because like deadlifting is so taxing. And Roman's right. Like if it if it was my decision, um, I, I I bet squat squats will will get there eventually. But uh, it hasn't because I don't lift too much of weight when it comes to squats. But like um, but it, when it comes to the deadlifts, I could definitely tell. Like I, I probably might need to do like one day. And also guys, on my off days now, I've actually determined and dedicated my rest days to uh, like a 20 minute yoga session. So I will, Antoine's, Antoine's P-H-A-T-A-S-S will be doing some yoga to hopefully maybe get into more flexible positions. Um, I noticed like on, on my low bar squat, like it does pinch up a lot of things in my like upper back, my elbows, my triceps, my forearms, my wrists. So I, I, I did it my first session on uh, Sunday. Um, I'm doing my first session, my second session today, once Sam gets home, I think we're gonna do it together. Um, and then from now on, it'll probably be like Wednesdays and Saturdays. And then I'll see how it goes from there. If, if I'm doing too much, then maybe I'll do two days or if I'm not doing as much like three days like if it's not hurting my lifts so yeah whatever guys you know what Roman and I were supposed to talk about a subject today but whatever guys <laughs> this is this is this is your show you live your damn show on how you want to live your damn show right Roman yeah I love it I I, um, I did a quick time check at one point and I was like we're just gonna do updates today <laughs> yeah and then also too like Roman I mean uh I, you know what? And it's probably because I've been watching a lot of damn Juji Mufu, and I am sick and tired <laughs> of seeing a guy that looks twice my size, and he could do the splits. Like I don't, I like I yeah, know, point. I, I know, I know. We talk about it. Like if you're so flexible, it might hurt your power lifts. Like, but this guy, like, literally can like rep 300 on squat. Like he can rep 400 on deadlifts. Like you know, what I'm saying like he's yeah. not weak, and he's yeah. like, and like, and, and I think that's what's like missing for me because like. I think I get so damn tight from powerless and to, to the subject of today, like I, after every training session, I go in the sauna and stretch for about like five minutes, like every, like mo most of like the, like most of the stretches I like to do, um, uh, before I go home and, you know, before I cool down for the, for like the workout. So yeah. I, I'm just trying to do like another, like, like way of like trying to just get flexible, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you foam roll too? No, I, I don't yeah. do it as much. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I just, I hate, I hate doing it because every time yeah. I wear, every time I wear clothes, 
it's like my shorts will get jammed on another foam roller yeah. or like my shirt goes into the foam roller and my arms stuck in there after I'm rolling out my lap. You yeah. know, like maybe I should, maybe I need to do that more. Um, yeah. and maybe for like them. tight clothes. <laughs> yeah. I'd combine them. Um, there's, there's, uh, like a growing body of literature that suggests that like pairing them together, um, has like a synergistic effect. So what, yoga and foam rolling or stretching and foam rolling, uh, stretching and foam rolling. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't mind. I have a nice foam roller too. Uh, but yeah, I, maybe maybe I will. Maybe after like the training sessions, because like most of the time, like I'll just go take a shower, or eat, get like get dinner ready. Um, but maybe next time I'll just you know when I, when we get back home, like just go straight to the foam roller before I take a shower, because I usually yeah. take because we because after a training session, we'll hit the sauna for like ten minutes, and I'm I. I'm telling you, I, my, my body is so, it's a temple and it's so healthy, but like the juices just flow right out of me in the sauna. And quick note before we end this, if you're not sweating the sauna, you probably need to check into your health because that ain't right. <laughs> I swear, I see people in there at 180 degrees for 10 minutes, not drop a damn sweat pellet, and you need to go to your doctor and see what's wrong. Yeah, they're probably peeing Coca-Cola out. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like, if you're drinking, if if today, if you're watching this and it's your fourth Coca-Cola by the time you're watching this, <laughs> like, maybe you should, like, like, switch it out. But, like, holy cow, I literally, my whole, like, like my if I didn't take a shower, like, I'd probably smell up the whole apartment. Like, it's so bad. My yeah. clothes get so soaked. Yeah. And it's such a, it's a nice feeling because, like, everyone else doesn't sweat at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, crazy. They're probably like very dehydrated. It's probably like not good at all. <laughs> well, Sam, Sam says the same thing yeah. because Sam's really like gets really sweaty too. All yeah. the ladies, because it's so our saunas are in the locker room, so they're yeah. separated. Um, but uh, every time Sam sees someone in the sauna with her, like she's like, when they walk out, it looks like they never even went in the sauna. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? I thought it was like the lazy, like unhealthy guys that were at the gym, but like, you know, some of these females too. And I'm like, yeah. well, at least I, I'm not the only one seeing this. Yeah. Maybe people just have a high tolerance for it. They, they're like, a high they're tolerance for 180 in. degrees. And maybe they go into like, they've got a sauna at home and they do like 210 or something like that. Or, or what Kramer would say. We'll end it on this, Roman, before we do like the. <laughs> It's hotter than a sauna in here. <laughs> is there is there in a sauna? And Jerry just looks at him like. But guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we love all our fans and listeners and viewers. Please comment, subscribe, like the video on YouTube. Um, if you haven't put a rating down for like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff, the podcast app, Stitcher. Um, and then, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. Just DM us if you need anything, if you want to talk about anything, or if you maybe want to see a guest on the podcast. Um, but we'll see you guys in the next one. And also, Roman, hopefully you're okay with all those sirens in the background. Yeah, I'm good. They're coming right. after me. Peace, Spider-Man.